The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, it is my voice you're actually hearing live. Listen, I will just go ahead and start this show with a big old apologies for uh, the last, my goodness, I don't know, three or four weeks. Look, I, I'm not going to tell you and, and, and bore you with details, but uh, I was down and out, folks. I mean, it was it was crazy. I was under the weather. No, it wasn't COVID. Um, but uh, I had a bout with some some stuff, and it was crazy. And then in between that, I had to go to Vegas. And uh, boy, I tell you what, what a town that is still. Uh, I was really happy last year because I didn't go to Vegas one time. But uh, this year, I've already been once, and I'm going to have to, and I'm going to be right back in a few weeks. But uh, uh, anyway, folks, listen, it is great to be back. I, great, And for those of you on the webcam, yes, I am in studio sitting here, so you can watch live if you want. But uh, I cannot tell you how much I missed being here. Um, and thanks for all the emails and the reach outs from you listeners wondering <laughs> what happened to me and where I am or where I was. Um, you guys humble me uh, every week. <clears throat> it's just amazing. So uh big thank you to all you guys who miss me. Uh and I'm glad you miss me uh, because uh that means I'm reaching I'm reaching some listeners or <laughs> at least a few of you. Uh no, it's great to be back. Great to be back. So much is going on. I I mean there I had so many things to talk about and then just just from this morning till now there's a whole nother slate of things that we need to talk about. So we will get through as many topics as we can today and, and touch as many things as I can today. I know I, I, many of you are waiting to hear my, my analysis on so much from the border to Dementia Joe to what are the Democrats up to, to, I, I mean, now if you'll, I, I am telling you folks, if you want to go back and ever listen, you know, with this show, you can go to americaswebradio.com anytime you want and you can listen to any show in the past, uh, or present, <laughs> just not the future yet. Um, you can go to americaswebradio.com at any time. You can go to Spotify. You can go to Apple Podcasts. You can go to just about any platform and find uh, all of my shows. They're all there. And you can go back and listen to some of the shows. And if you do, you're going to hear me say uh, several things that there were maybe in 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 terms of a prediction, um, maybe in terms of just something that I said, pay attention. This is what's happening. This is what the uh, Democrats are up to, or this is what the establishment Republicans are up to. You know, I, I say these things because I'm an observer and I, and I can, I can analyze these people like, um, almost, almost like the back of my hand. Uh, I, I mean, look, I haven't been doing this as long as some, but I've been doing it long enough and I am pretty darn, I see, here's the difference with me. I'm very, very perceptive and uh, I, 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 I see detail. I see things. I, I'm, I, I'm the guy that does notice all the exits. I'm the guy that does notice somebody that walks in with a trench coat when it's 90 degrees outside. Uh, you know, I'm that guy. Uh, I'm observant. I'm observant. I like to pay attention to my surroundings. So I observe people. And it isn't that hard when you start observing these bozos in Washington to see what they're all about. 
It really isn't that hard to see what they're about. So, uh, so if you, get, so my point here is, please, if you, especially if you're new to the On Point with Victor show, and this is the On Point with Victor show, and I am Victor Armendariz, your humble host and Mexican not afraid to be American. That's right, you're Mexican not afraid to be American. Uh, listen, you can go back and listen to these shows, especially if you're a new listener and you haven't heard a lot of my shows. Go back and listen to them. Yes, David. You're coming up with your own national anthem. Uh, <laughs> you know, I will stop short of that, David, and I'm going to get to that. I've got a little bit to say about that, and uh, my goodness, folks, it's and again, it again, it's just from if you analyze what the left is up to, what the wacko progressive left is up to, these uh, these anti freedom and pro authoritarian leaders that we have now that are all infested in the uh, in in the Democrat Party of today. I mean, folks, it's out there. You just got to pay attention. Uh, so we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But, uh, but if you can go back and you can listen to any of the shows and you'll hear me say some things and I'm telling you, it's going to, it's going to make you laugh, maybe, uh, or it's going to make you sad, uh, because of the reality of what's happening is some of the things I was talking about months and months ago. Uh, not to pat myself on the back here, folks. I'm just telling you, uh, you can be a keen observer. And if you don't have time to do it, that's why you listen to me. That's why you listen to me. So, so, uh, we'll get started here. So listen, if you want to email the show, this is the On Point with Victor show. You can email at any time at victor at americaswebradio.com. Victor at americaswebradio.com. You can find me on social media, uh, On Point with Victor show. The On Point with Victor show is on Instagram. It's on, uh, Twitter or X or whatever they're calling it now. Uh, Facebook or even, um, even TikTok. You can find it there. So follow me there. Comment. You make, uh, pass it along to your friends. Yeah, but you can reach out if you've got any questions or anything like that. Now, <clears throat> again, it is great to be in this seat and back behind the microphone, and we've got so much to get to today. And one of the things – look, I'm not going to say much about the, the Super Bowl <clears throat> other than uh, Taylor Swift won. I mean the uh, the uh, Kansas City Chiefs won. Uh, I, to me, it was a pretty boring game. I don't know. You may have liked it. Uh, I guess it was a – I would say the second quarter was probably better than the first. Uh, Why quarter like one? Oh, there you go, Diddy. All right. <laughs> as long as Texas Tech. Oh, uh, okay. So Mahomes is from Texas Tech. So David, you were happy about the Super Bowl. Well, that's excellent. I, you know, like I said, I didn't pay much attention to it. I could, uh, the uh, halftime show made my ears bleed. I really tried to watch it, uh, but it was it was painful to me. Uh, except for, and my favorite part, probably about the whole game, was the roller skating. Uh, I think roller skating should come back, bring back Playland. And any of you who are who were around in the '80s in Atlanta, Georgia, you know what Playland is. You know what I'm talking about. Um, so now, those of you outside of Georgia. Well, just picture a really fun place to go put on roller skates and then skate your tail off uh, on a Friday night or a Saturday night. Uh, it was just a great place. So, uh, so bring back roller skating. I, I hope, uh, uh, Usher, if anything comes from his uh, performance is that, uh, he brings back the roller skating craze, not blades, but actual roller skates. And I got, I, I'll tell you a little secret, ladies and gentlemen, for those of you who listen to the Locked and Loaded show that comes up after my show, and sometimes you'll hear me, uh, sit in and co-host with, uh, Roger B. Uh, Roger B is quite the roller skater, not rollerblader, but the roller skater. <laughs> so he's all old school and he's, he's pretty good at it. So, uh, alright folks. So. 
Don't really care too much about the Super Bowl. It was a game. And, uh, you know, I, I, I don't really care that Taylor Swift was there. I don't care who Taylor Swift is dating. I don't care who Kelsey is. I, I just don't care. <laughs> so my, you know what the other favorite part? My other favorite part of the Super Bowl was the, uh, commercial with, uh, Leonardo Messi, the soccer player dude. That, that was the favorite part of the Super Bowl for me was watching that commercial with Messi. So that was great. So, <laughs> so anyway, all right. Well, hopefully next year <clears throat> we'll have two different teams completely different teams uh, maybe that that old Falcons coach will figure out how to get it right um, you know I make fun of him but my goodness um, how stupid were the Falcons to let him go because that dude has gotten the Niners to the Super Bowl I believe more than one on more than one occasion and that's more I can say more than I can say for the Falcons so uh, all right enough about sports all right folks the last thing I'm going to say about the Super Bowl and 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 I I I, I don't even want to say much about this I really don't but I have to say this, and this is to all my black listeners and to all you, you black listeners out there and black voters out there who are still married to the Democrat Party. You really need to step back and reassess things, and I've told you that before. But you black folks out there should be absolutely 100 offended as an American. You should be offended as an American when the Democrats, the media, the wacko left, when they sit around and and. Not only in politics, but they put this crap in the sports and shame on the NFL. Absolutely shame on the NFL for, for partaking in this, but, but actively trying to segregate people again. That is what's going on here. When you have a, a second national anthem be played and you've got the media that's, that's upset because people didn't stand for it. First of all, it's not a national anthem. Second of all, we have a national anthem. We have a national anthem in this country that's called the Star-Spangled Banner, 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 that was written by a man who stood on a ship watching men die holding up the United States flag under bombardment after bombardment after bombardment from the British Army. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, go look up the War of 1812. Go look up Fort McHenry. Go look up the story of... uh of um, Francis Scott Key when he penned the national anthem for this country, when he stood on a ship, a British ship with prisoners beneath him, American prisoners beneath him. The man stood on a ship off the shores while the British Navy bombarded Fort McHenry with bomb after bomb after bomb for hours and hours and hours. But the flag, somehow, the United States flag, somehow stood. It stood. You know why? Because the piles and piles and piles of dead patriots, dead American patriots, who were being stepped on by the, by, by the next man to hold up that flag under the bombardment of the British. Because in no, under no circumstances were the patriots back then, in the War of 1812, the United States patriots, these men were not going to let that flag touch the ground. And, and, uh, Francis Scott Key, he watched this from the British ship because he was out there trying to negotiate release of of, of uh, prisoners, and he watched this bombardment. And the 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 admiral or the British admiral came up to him and said, "What is going on? How has that flag not fallen?" And when the dust cleared, and they were went were able to go landside, what did they see? They saw the bodies of American patriots, one after one after one after one, holding up that flag, the United States flag. That's where our national anthem came from. 
We are a United States. We are a people that stood together to push back tyranny. Are we perfect? No. Is anybody perfect in this world? No. Only the man above can take that title. But we are the United States. We were formed to make a more perfect union. We, we, we have a document that says all men, all men are created equal. Now it might have taken some time to get things right, but we did get things right. We're one of the very few countries, if not the only country that have gotten a lot of things right. So we have a national anthem, folks. We don't need another one. And for you, anyone out there, I don't care if you're brown, black, yellow, red, whatever, you don't need to, to, to have your intelligence reduced by politicians and stupid activists and wacko progressives to try and convince you that you need to once again segregate yourself. Look up the history of segregation in this country. It was the Jim Crow type Democrats who did it to you before and they're doing it again to you now. Are you going to sit back and let them do this to you? Are you going to sit back and let them in the guise of a national anthem, a second national anthem? Are you going to try uh, jump on board this stupid train they're trying to put you on to self-segregate yourself again from society? You're an American, folks. I'm an American. You're an American. I don't care the color of your skin. The color of your skin does not matter what matters is what your character and what's in your heart. And if you were born here or somehow you were here and you obtained your citizenship, you are an American. And together as Americans with one national anthem, there's no power outside of this country that can take us down. There's no power inside this country that can take us down when we stand as Americans. And David, you look like you've got a comment. Well, you know... I- it was quite a slap in the face to every American veteran. Oh, that too. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't and raise my hand to die for some second a- rate. Any other, <laughs> other than the United States flag, the Constitution, the, and, and, the and our anthem, anthem. And our anthem. And yeah. there, there's not a veteran out there that wouldn't agree with me. And oh. I talked to yeah. a number of them uh, yesterday, mm-hmm. and uh, you uh, know, it's it was quite a slap in the face because yeah, it's terrible. You, you raise, you know, when you take the oath to protect and defend, you're saying I'll give my life for my country, mm-hmm. and, my country, and, and our country, and my fellow man, and my fellow man, yeah. and. Mm-hmm. And you don't get to choose what color they are either. Some <laughs> so, bunch of assholes yeah, to come so. out with a I second-rate anthem well, and call it a national. It's right. not our national anthem, again, I can assure you. Again, David, they, it's an agenda. An agenda, ladies and gentlemen. That's what this is all about. They want to divide. Because when you divide, you can conquer. And when, when a political party can, can, can create division, they create dependency. And that's what this is about. So I, the last thing I'll say on this is this. And, and, and folks, look this up. And, and for those of you out watching me on TikTok, cause a lot of young folks watch me on TikTok and I thank you for it. But do this. Look up Morgan Freeman. Look up an interview with Morgan Freeman and Chris Wallace on a 60 minutes. This was years ago, years ago. Uh, more, Chris Wallace looked at Morgan Freeman and 
and asked him about uh, the Black National History Month, uh, National History Month, uh, whatever they call it, uh, Black History Month. Thank <laughs> you, David. Black History Month. Uh, and 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 he, Morgan's response was exactly how my response is when people ask me about Hispanic History Month. Uh, Chris Wallace was expecting Morgan Freeman to go all in on this Black History Month's business when it started way back when. Well, look this up, ladies and gentlemen, especially if you're a long, a young black, uh, citizen here in the United States, young black American, look this up. Because Morgan Freeman looked at Chris Wallace and without missing a beat, he said, no, I don't support Black History Month. Chris Wallace, you look at his face, ladies and gentlemen, he was left speechless. How often was Chris Wallace ever left speechless? Never. But he was then. He almost fell out of his chair because Morgan Freeman looked at him and said, no, I do not support National Black History Month or Black History Month. And he goes, what? Chris Wallace says, what? Morgan Freeman looked at him. He goes, what? Am I supposed to reduce my history, the history of my my people or, or, or however you want to word it? Am I supposed to reduce that history to one month? We did a lot more for this country. We, we helped in the revolution. We helped in many ways. Morgan Freeman is 100% right. He's an American. He's an American just like the rest of us Americans, and we stand as one. And Morgan Freeman looked at him and said, I'm not going to reduce myself to one month. And that's my answer to when anybody asks me about uh, Hispanic month. Uh, why don't they call it brown month, whatever. Um, my answer is the same thing. You want me to reduce the history of my people to one month? No thanks. No thanks. I'm not going to participate in that. And uh, and and kudos to Morgan Freeman. I mean, uh, that, what 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 a great answer. And look, you I, like I said, folks, you can look it up. I can't believe they haven't taken it off of uh, <clears throat> they haven't taken it off of of YouTube. You can go to YouTube, ladies and gentlemen, and you can look up Chris Wallace interviews uh, Morgan Freeman about Black History Month. And Morgan Freeman sat right there and said, "No, I'm not going to reduce my my history to one month." That's insane. That's an insult. And it is an insult. And every one of you out there should be insulted by what, what, what transpired on that Super Bowl. It was ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And, uh, Morgan Freeman wasn't done there. He went on because Chris Wallace, in his disbelief, looked at Morgan and said, well, well, what about racism? Morgan Freeman looked at him and said, what about it? Well, how do we end it? And Morgan Freeman looked right at Chris Wallace's face and said, stop talking about it. Stop talking about it. That's something your politicians can't do, folks. That's something the Democrat Party can't do. Can you imagine if the Democrat Party stopped bastardizing the word racism? Can you imagine if the word racism wasn't uh, every other word out of their mouth? Imagine that. You wouldn't be pitting person against person, man against man, woman against woman. You wouldn't put color against color. We wouldn't have the issues. See, ladies and gentlemen. The issues that are being create, created today with race are just that. They are being created. They're being manufactured. There aren't enough true cases of real racism. There aren't enough of them. So the politician, the political class, the Democrat Party, and the media goes out and manufactures whatever they can so they can keep race going. You, you, you got to understand this, ladies and gentlemen. Now, I'm going to end that conversation there because if I don't, I'll spend this whole show talking about race relations, and I don't want to do that because politicians just are, are, are sick people sometimes. And your Democrat Party right now – listen, ladies and gentlemen. I have told you this before, and I'll tell you again. 
you don't have to go jump in the lap of the Republicans. I've got plenty of issues with the establishment Republicans, too. But they're not nearly, not nearly as bad as today's Democrats. Today's Democrat Party is overrun by progressive authoritarian whack jobs. Your Democrat Party today is not the party of Kennedy. It's not even the party of R.F. Kennedy. And R.F. Kennedy is kind of a whack job himself. And any of you people flirting with R.F.K., uh you, you you better be careful. Now, listen, if you're a Democrat and, you're, and you just can't vote for Biden, hey, go knock yourself out. Vote for RFK. But if you call yourself a Republican and conservative or libertarian and you and you go support RFK, you're not very smart. Sorry. Sorry. You're not very smart. Or or you you don't believe in freedom. You don't believe in the First Amendment. You don't believe in the Second Amendment. And you believe the government is your religion and you believe climate is your religion. If you believe that, then you go knock yourself out. RFK is your guy. <laughs> RFK is your guy. So, um, but anyway, I won't even get into all that right now, but, but, uh, you, you just gotta understand, uh, with, <laughs> with some of the things, um, going on here and, and, and maybe, maybe, Maybe pretty soon we'll do, we'll, I'll do an actual show on RFK. We'll, we'll talk about RFK a little more because I'm dead serious, folks. If you're a libertarian, if you're an independent, if you're a Trump supporter or were, um, but you're not now, if you're a Republican, if you're anything other than a Democrat and you're flirting with RFK, then, uh, you know, maybe we'll do a show and I'll talk about it because listen, you do what you want, but you got to understand who RFK really is, uh, just like you need to understand who the Democrat Party is today. The Democrat Party is not JFK, which is not his party anymore. It's not even Bill Clinton's party anymore. It's the party of the progressive authoritarian whack job. And and you don't – I'm just telling you – and again, I'm not telling you to go jump in the lap of the Republicans. But I'm telling you right now, if if especially you minority voters out there – you have to divide. The only thing to divide yourself away from is the Democrat Party. That doesn't mean you can't go back to it down the road. Maybe they'll become a better party down the road. Maybe, maybe, and this is the only way to get the Democrat Party to change is you got to get in there and you got to you've got to change this party, which means you got to kick these people out, let them see what it's like to to get uh, be slapped. And then maybe they'll they'll get back to to actually loving the country, loving freedom, loving the Constitution. Listen, you can have different ideas. You can have different political policies. But your foundation needs to be a love for this country, a love for the Constitution, a love for freedom, a love for liberty. And your foundation needs to be we're Americans, period. We're not African-Americans. We're not Mexican-Americans. We're not gay Americans. We're not LGBTQTBS2 to carry the Y, carry the two Americans. We're just Americans. We're just Americans. So uh, that, use that when you're looking for a political person to to uh, to support. But right now, it's not the Democrat Party. All right, folks, we got to take a break. We will be right back. I'm going to get into some uh, other topics here when we get back. So don't go anywhere. This is the On Point with Victor Show. Attention veterans, America's Web Radio has a contest just for you. We are giving away an AR-15 style weapon to a lucky veteran. If you are a veteran or active duty, you can enter for a chance to win by submitting an entry form at americaswebradio.com slash giveaway. That's americaswebradio.com slash giveaway. Please read the official rules for more information. Good luck and thank you for listening. 
If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. Are you a veteran of Desert Shield or Desert Storm? We do a show for you every Monday at 1 p.m. on veteran-owned, americaswebradio.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. This is the On Point with Victor show, <laughs> and we're dialing phones. <laughs> and, you know, it's live radio, folks. You never know what's going to happen in the studio. <laughs> you just never know. Uh, all right, folks, this is the America's Web Radio Station, and I am Victor Armendariz with the On Point with Victor show. All right, so. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I'm going to do something first. I, I, I'm going to get to the uh, Biden uh, lost his mind, and we all know that. Um, <laughs> I mean, oh boy, uh, I'll, I'll get to that. Um, let me do this first. Let me do this. The the big, big, big story that maybe some of you haven't heard of. You know, not many. Uh, well, actually, almost all the news media doesn't want to cover this. The elected Democrats want this to go away. They don't want you to hear about it. Because they don't want you to start putting two and two, two and two together. Uh, folks, listen. If you look up the, the last few mass shooting attempts that we've had, the mass shootings that we've had, there's a common denominator. They have been trans people. Either, either the shooter said I'm by non-binary or they've been, um, some type of trans identified. Let me put it that way. Identifying as some kind of trans. There is a problem start, starting to to come to um, oh how do I put this I don't want to say fruition but but it's almost like some of us predicted this uh, and I hate it I hate it but ladies and gentlemen there is a problem and and it's mentally ill people that identify as trans that are struggling that are being drugged up with, ladies and gentlemen have you ever heard of the term roid craze roid craze you know back when uh, there were, uh, I guess, when roids, uh, people in the gym, a lot of dudes in the bodybuilding started getting into some untested roids, I guess, and they, they were pumping their bodies full of these things to try to get as big and muscular as they could. And then they started going on these rages. They, they were, they were just mean rages and they called them roid rage. That is very similar to the type of stuff that could be going on right now with these trans people. When you take a woman and pump her up with with testosterone and and hormones, that's not going to bode well. It's just not going to bode well, folks. I, you just can't pump people up with hormones that their bodies probably really shouldn't have and the doses that they're doing and think that everything's going to be okay. You think that these – look, listen – Gender dysphoria, for whatever it is, or, and what, however you, whatever your opinion is on it, um, it, 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 it's a mental issue. And, and there's a lot of people that need help. And we should be willing to help these people, not encourage them. There's a difference. There's a difference in helping somebody through their pain than to just try and say, well, we're going to be political, so let's just do this. 
because the political people want us to. That's just terrible. We're not doing these people a service. There are people out there suffering. There really are. And we're, we're, we're ambassador, um, <laughs> listen, I'm not even going to be able to speak today, but we're, we're exacerbating the situation by taking some mentally ill people, pumping them up with, 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 uh, hormones and drugs. And then we're wondering why they're picking up guns and going in and shooting people. This trans shooter from yesterday. Yes, there was a shooting yesterday in a church. And yes, it was a transgender, it was a woman, a biological woman who dressed up like a dude with a trench coat, walked into a church. Sunday, not yesterday. And, uh, on Sunday, sorry. Thank you, David. Thank you. On Sunday, this happened. And uh, walked into a church and wanted to kill as many people as possible. And thankfully, thankfully, there were two armed citizens who uh, sent this trans shooter mental case uh, to her celestial dirt nap. Actually, it turned out to be cops. Oh, right. Uh, yeah, I was going to get to that. They were um, they were off duty. One was an off duty agent of some, of uh, Texas alcohol and something like that, and one was a off duty police officer. Both, I believe, with under five years on service uh, for service. But uh, great for them. Amazing for them. They they uh, they. They acknowledged this shooter and uh, didn't back down at all. They they went straight at this shooter and took her out. Unfortunately, and get this, ladies and gentlemen, get this. I am telling you there's a reason this isn't being reported, and you can probably figure it out yourself. Not only was this a, a trans mentally ill shooter, this shooter took their five, I think a five-year-old son, to this church with them and used them seven-year-old. Okay, David said seven-year-old, so seven-year-old son, and took their son to use them as a human shield. Now, where did they get that idea? Where do they get that idea to use a child as a human shield? Oh, well, gee, maybe, maybe this wasn't just some mentally ill, uh, Democrat-listening, rhetoric-listening trans person. This was also a radicalized Palestinian whack job person because they had on their rifle they put a sticker free Palestine how are so they, they able to get this weapon well that's another you know David I, I, I hope we find out but here, here again it's, it's something the media is not going to want to pursue the Democrats are not going to want to pursue they're not going to want to know how this person was able to get the gun so we're going to need to know that, and we'll find out. We will our invest the, the the good investigators of Texas will find this out. But here's the thing, folks. Here's the thing: you've got progressives that are elected Democrats who are putting out vile rhetoric and supporting Hamas terrorists. Listen, I don't care what your opinion of Israel is, and I don't give a crap what your world opinion is. I don't even care what you think about terrorists. But if you stand with terrorists, you got a problem. You got a problem. And we have elected Democrat officials in Washington who are standing on the side of Hamas. And they're pumping out rhetoric. And now you've got a trans person who's already mentally ill. Who's soaking up everything that these, these progressive morons are saying in support of a terrorist organization under the name of Hamas. So this trans person who's already mentally ill buys into this rhetoric about Hamas, buys into the anti-Semitism. If you support and stand with Hamas, then you are anti-Jewish. 
I don't care what your opinion is on the Jewish people. I don't, if you've got one of those, if you're one of those clouded people who judge people on their religion or you base them on their color, I, hey, that's your issue. You need to work through it. If you're going to bastardize a whole country of people because they have a different belief than yours, then you need to look in the mirror. You really do. But we have elected Democrat officials that spew out hatreds towards the Jewish people. They stand with Hamas who beheaded babies, put babies in ovens and baked them and shot innocent mothers and fathers while their kids watched. That's terror. That's what these people are. Terrorists. I don't care what you feel about Gaza. I don't care what your opinion is on Israel. I don't care what your opinion is on the Middle East. You cannot deny the tactics that Hamas and what Hamas is, is a terrorist group. Can't deny it. You also can't deny that before October 7th, there was a ceasefire. Israel did not break the ceasefire. Hamas did. The terrorists did. And there's no excuse for, I don't care what you think Israel's done in the past. Right or wrong. And it, have everything they done right, been right? No. But has anything they did deserve what 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 Hamas did to him? No. No. There's no, no possible reason for Hamas to have done what they did to innocent people and innocent babies. No. No. So if you're standing with Hamas and you're putting out that rhetoric, and then you can't turn around and be surprised when an already mental person who's going through the mental challenges of of, of trying to figure out what their gender is, then you pump their heads full of rhetoric about Hamas and anti-Semitism. And then they take, they go and find a gun or buy a gun or however they attain the gun. And then they take a Palestine sticker because of your rhetoric and they put it on the gun. And then they've got writings that are, that we're finding already from this shooter, uh, about anti-Semitism and hating Jews. And then they go into a Christian church and they start shooting at people. Yeah. You can say, and I'm, and I am not afraid to say this. There's some blood on the hands of elected Democrats, ladies and gentlemen. And don't, don't you dare sit there and media matters. <laughs> Cause I know you'll come after me for that. But don't you dare sit back and look at me and say that I'm saying, oh, I have, it's an outrage that I'm politicizing this. Oh, give me a break. Give me a break. If you could tie the past few shooters to white supremacy, you'd be doing it. How do I know? Because you tried to do it. You've tried to tie every one of these shooters. And then when the shooter isn't, uh, can't be part of your white supremacy made up narrative, you try to push the story away, which is why you're not hearing wall to wall coverage about this trans shooter and how we're, we're, we're entering into a possible epidemic of trans mentally shooter, uh, mentally challenged or disturbed, crazed shooters going into churches and schools and shooting people. Go look at the last school shootings. Go look at the last few. Go look at the last church shootings. They have been shooters who identify as trans or by this, uh, uh, <laughs> I can't even remember the term now, uh, but they're identifying as some type of trans. There's a problem, folks, and we better figure it out before this gets worse. We better figure it out before it gets worse. But the fact that the media won't cover this because they can't blame Trump. They can't blame Trump, so they're not going to give you the proper warnings because listen, ladies and gentlemen, listen, I hope, I hope a lot of you attend church. I just attended this past weekend. 
but I don't attend without being able to pr- protect myself. And I am telling you right now, it, listen, if you don't carry a gun, uh, okay, fine. Carry something, whatever you have, something, something, be prepared. Be prepared. And when you're at church or at school or at a grocery store or at a mall, your head better be on a swivel. Your head better be on a swivel. I've talked about this before, and I've sat in with Roger B. and, and co-hosted the uh, Locked and Loaded show, and we've talked about this together. Your head better be on a swivel. When you walk into a, a mall, a store, a grocery store, a church, a school, you know where the exits are. You better know where the exits are. Pay attention. Know your exit. Know what you're going to do and pay attention. If you're in a restaurant or, or any of these places, pay attention. If it's 60, 70, 80 degrees outside and some bozo walks in with a trench coat, pay attention. Now I'm not saying freak out unnecessarily. Just pay attention. There is nothing wrong with doing a quick profile. When you watch people come in, pay attention. You don't have to approach them. You don't have to, to say anything. You just pay attention. And then if you see something that shouldn't, that's happening, that shouldn't be happening, like this trench coat, this, this trans who walked into the church with a trench coat and her kid, that should have set off some alarms right there. But then what are they hiding in the trench coat? And then when the trench coat opens and you, if you're paying attention, when they start to pull that weapon up, you can make your, get, get out, scream, yell, whatever you got to do, get out. Now, if you've got a weapon, you take them out. You take them out. So I uh, listen, folks. I know it's easier said than done. Trust me. Trust me. I know. I know. But I'm, you've got to be aware, folks. You are going to be your first responder because the Democrat and the politicians of today, they just don't seem to care. They're not doing a darn thing in blue cities. Democrat cities are falling in on themselves because of crime. And the politicians aren't doing a darn thing about it, folks. You are going to be your first responder. So you better be prepared and figure it out. Figure it out. If you're not going to carry a gun to protect yourself, then you figure out where the exits are when you get into a building so that you can get to that exit as fast as possible with as many people as possible. And get away from the danger. Because we have a media today, we have Democrats today that do not want to tell you what transpired on Sunday and what's, and what the common denominator with a, with a lot of the past, uh, school shootings and church shootings that they have been people shooters, mentally ill shooters who have identified as trans. There is a problem on the arise in this country and we better figure it out. And I don't care if you're one of those that believe in this hierarchy of oppression. You better, <laughs> you better get smart and drop that BS. Drop the Marxism BS. Because your life could very well depend on it. And right now you've got a 98% of the media. You've got Democrats elected officials. You've got all of these people who don't want to tell you that a trans mentally ill, whacked out progressive sh- supporting shooter who believes in in terrorism stands with Hamas believes in this this free Palestine mess walked into a Christian church it doesn't matter if it was Christian walked into a church and started trying to shoot innocent people and this time this shooter took a seven year old child to use as a human shield while they committed this atrocity 
Where did they get that idea? Oh, gosh, I don't know. Maybe from Hamas? Maybe from Hamas, the very people who took babies and take women and children to use them as human shields? Are you proud of yourself, Ilhan Omar? Are you proud of yourself, AOC? Are you proud of yourself, Anna Presley? Are you proud of yourself, you so-called squad members and progressive whack-job Democrats up there in Washington? Are you proud of yourself? Are you proud of your rhetoric? Are you proud of your rhetoric? Because you got a mentally ill trans shooter who took a child, used that child as a human shield in the country here in the United States. Did you ever think you would see that, folks? Did you ever think you would see that? And now you got a media that doesn't want to tell you. They don't even want to tell you that there was a shooting on Sunday. And they darn sure don't want to tell you that it was a person who identified as a trans. They had a Palestinian sticker on their gun. They believe in this free Palestinian mess. They stood with Hamas and their anti-Semitism. They, they hate Jews. They don't want to tell you this because too many of you might go, huh, boy, the Democrat Party sure seems like they're standing with the wrong group of people. They don't want you to think for yourself. They don't want you to think for yourself. And folks, any politician of any political party who actively does things so that you don't think for yourself and they do things to suppress your thoughts, you need to run away from that party. You need to run away from that party. And today, today we have a Democrat party that is not the party of yesterday, not the party of JFK. They are the party of authoritarian, progressive whack jobs. That's today's Democrat party. A party that's willing to stand with Hamas, a party that's willing to, 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 uh, um, try to force the Jewish state to stand down. Yeah, folks. No. We have a problem with today's Democrat Party, and only you, only we the people can take care of it. So I am telling you right now, yes, we need to be running away from today's Democrat Party so fast. Now, are you going to go run and jump in the lap of a Republican? No, you don't have to do that. But you don't have to vote for those crazy Democrats today, and the only way they're going to learn their lesson is to lose power. The only way a politician, only way a politician will learn Anything from the American people and pay attention to the American people. The only way a politician will pay attention to the American voter is when they lose power. That's the only way. The only thing a politician, look, when a politician gets elected, they're worried about one thing. One thing is number one on their list, and that's reelection. You, my friends, we the people, we need to send a clear message in November. And all the way to November and throw out every Democrat that we can throw out. The only way to get this party to change and to go back to being a blue collar party, go back to being a workers party, go back to being a party that actually loves the United States is to kick them out of power. Now, this goes also for a whole lot of establishment Republicans, a whole lot. Lindsey Graham got to go. McConnell got to go. Romney got to go. A lot of Republicans need to go to. We need to replace them with people who love this country. We need to replace them with people who love liberty. We need to replace them with people who love freedom. We need to replace them with people who understand when you take an oath to, to uphold the Constitution that you're not trying to change a living, breathing document. No, you are going to uphold a document that's etched in stone 
the First Amendment, the Second Amendment, the Third, the Fourth, the Fifth, the Fifth, the Sixth, all of them. The foundation of this country is liberty. The foundation of this country is freedom. And we need to stand by that. We're Americans. Don't let politicians put you in a box. Don't be a this American, a that American, a victim American. Because understand, every box that Democrats try to put you in, whether it be a gay box, a trans box, a alphabet soup box, the black box, a brown box, a red box, a yellow box, every box they put you in, they first have to convince you that you're a victim. And ladies and gentlemen, if you have a victim mentality, you are going to be your worst enemy. You want to succeed in this country? Nothing's going to stop you but the person you see in the mirror every morning. But you look in the mirror and you tell yourself you're a victim, then you're going to be a victim mentality mess. You look in that mirror and tell yourself you're an American and there's nothing in this world that's going to stop an American? <laughs> then you wait and see how successful you become. You wait and see. If you're a young person and you're going door to door trying to find a job, then drop the victim mentality. Drop the victim mentality. Pull up your bootstraps. Pull up your big boy pants or your big girl panties. And you take whatever job you can get. Be the best street sweeper there ever was. Be the best janitor there ever was. Be the best delivery driver there ever was. Be the best fry flipper there ever was. Or burger flipper there ever was. Because sooner or later, you're going to be the best at what you want to be. You will get there. You will get there. But you better drop the victim mentality because you won't get anywhere except a dependent, loyal Democrat. <laughs> That's as far as you'll go if you keep a, a victim mentality. Listen, trust me, ladies and gentlemen. Trust me. I have gone through life all of five foot three if I'm wearing the right shoes. And trust me. I used to go out and buy shoes with the biggest freaking hit. Look, when Skechers came out, I used to love Skechers because they had a big old heel on them. And it would give me a half an inch or another inch in height. And to me, that was a lot. <laughs> I mean, ladies and gentlemen, I know what it's like to get down on yourself. But as soon as you realize that you better stop worrying about the things that you can't change you stop worrying about the things that you can't control and you worry about the things that you can do you worry about what you can be and you take a positive attitude and everything will change everything will change ladies and gentlemen i am telling you do not do not let especially the politicians do not let a politician convince you that somehow you aren't as smart as they are that especially if you're a fellow minority if you're a one of my fellow brown voters or 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 you're a black voter you're gonna let a white democrat elected politician who lives off of your paycheck you're gonna let them tell you that you're not smart enough to think for yourself you're not smart enough to gather information and make your own decision that somehow, somehow you're not smart enough to make your own that the government must take from someone else and, and so they can give to you because the government's never going to give you enough. They're going to give you just enough. Let me repeat that. Write this down, somebody. <laughs> the government is never going to give you enough. They're just going to give you just enough. 
They're going to give you just enough to get you that beer and that football game and that chicken wing and just enough so you'll give them your vote. You will give them. They will give you just enough so you will be just enough dependent on them. Listen, the government, the Democrats will tell you and a whole bunch of old white Democrats will tell you that your black children and your brown children, well, they're just not smart enough to have a charter school education. They're not smart enough <clears throat> for you to make the decision to go to a private school. They're not smart enough. You as a parent, you as a black parent or a brown parent, you're not smart enough to take taxpayer dollars and make your own choice on how to educate your child. Oh, no, 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 no. You must allow the failing government schools to educate your child. This is what the Democrat Party is telling minorities every single day. You're a victim. You're a dumb, stupid victim. And you can't survive without your your just wonderful, wonderful elected official who lives off your paycheck, the Democrat. Ladies and gentlemen, one day you're all going to wake up. I promise, I promise. Uh, one day, folks, I'm probably going to have one of the largest talk shows in this country. And maybe by then, a lot of you are going to wake up because it's going to be my mission. My mission in talk radio world is going to be to try and wake up enough of my minority fellow minority Americans. I am going to do enough, I hope, to wake up enough of my minority fellow Americans to where you realize you have all the power you need to succeed. You have all the power. You don't need a Democrat, progressive Whack job party that's making your life miserable. Listen, the economic news is out today. Now, if you watch CNN, if you watch CNN, they will tell you, oh my gosh, the economy is all roses. Biden is amazing. Bi they will look at you in the face and tell you Biden is sharp. Oh my gosh. Anybody, anybody that can look at the cameras and tell you the American voter, that Joe Brandon, dementia patient Biden is sharp? Sharp at what? He can't even sharpen a knife. Folks, they're lying to your face. And today, CNN and MSNBC, they're going to lie to you about the economy. Listen, inflation is not dropping. The rate of inflation has come down. But you know what? The numbers came out today. The rate of inflation is over 3% now. So let me see if I can put this in layman's terms. Inflation hasn't dropped. When when Trump was president, and this is something every one of you who's going to vote in November, every one of you know this. And you you middle class, what's left of the middle class, and you and the, the lower middle and the poor – whether you're black, white, brown, yellow, red, you all know you were doing better under Donald Trump. You know your wallet was a little bit fatter under Donald Trump. And not only was your wallet fatter, your dollars went a lot further with everything you bought, whether it be medical, whether it be insurance for cars, insurance for your health, whether it be groceries, whether it be gas, whether it be electricity for your house. No matter what it was, you were paying less under Donald Trump. Your dollar was going further. You were able to work one job and actually earn a good amount of money that was well above what it cost you to live. 
And then Joe Biden came to town. Joe Biden and his merry band of progressive authoritarian Democrats came to town in 2020 or 2021. They came to town and boy, did they come to town and boy, did they go to town immediately destroying the border. You can't have a country without a border, folks. Take it from this Mexican dude sitting right here (laughs) who goes to Mexico lots every year. In fact, I'll be in Mexico in a few weeks. I'll be down there in a few weeks. You can't have a country without a border. And Joe Biden came in and, and job one, one of the first things he did was destroy the border. And then he started destroying the economy. You know you were doing better under Donald Trump in the in the economy. And right now, here we are. Under Donald Trump, there was not even maybe 1% inflation. 1% inflation. Low prices everywhere. Low energy prices. Low gas. Everything. And then Joe Biden came to town. And Joe Biden, by the time he was done, we were double-digit inflation under Joe Biden last year. Now, and again, these prices that have risen under Joe Biden have not come down. The rate of inflation has come down a little bit. So instead of having a 10% increase month over month, now we're at over 3% increase month over month. What about real wages? Well, those for this month, for last month, were down. Real wages were down. Now you're going to hear CNN, you're going to hear MSNBC, <clears throat> and they're going to say, and folks, excuse me, I am not, <laughs> I'm not angry. I'm just right. I'm not angry. I'm just right. I'm just right. But you're going to hear CNN and you're going to hear MSNBC. They're going to tell you, oh, there was a 1.6 increase in wages. Oh, that's real earnings. Inflation is still over 3%, the increase. So your prices, the cost of living on most of your items are still going up by a minimum of about 3% month over month. Your wages aren't going up over 3% month over month. In fact, real wages were down last month. Ladies and gentlemen, Joe Brandon Biden is destroying our economy. The progressive green agenda, authoritarian Democrats and their climate religion are screwing up and destroying our economy. And who does it hurt the most? Listen, some of us can outrun this BS. If you've saved money, you can outrun this BS. If you've got a great paying job, you can outrun this mess. But so many people in the middle class, what's left of it. And the lower middle, the upper middle, the lower middle, the middle middle, the uh, poor, you're being hit the hardest and you're being hit hard and your life is being made miserable because of Joe Brandon Biden and his merry band of progressive authoritarian Democrats. This is not Donald Trump's fault. The border, you don't get Joe Brandon Biden. You don't get to come in in 2021 to the office of the presidency and immediately reverse every policy of, of, of Donald Trump. You, you took out your pen and you reversed stay in Mexico policy. You reversed catch and release policy. You reversed every policy that, that, that Trump had in the border that was working. You reversed it. And now you've killed the border. You've created a crisis and somehow you want to ask for more money from the Congress and the Republicans, the establishment Republicans are stupid enough. To go along with this. And again, I'm sorry, folks. I am sorry. I get passionate, but I'm not angry. I'm just right. But establishment Republicans, some of them are stupid enough to go along with this, this Democrat plan for the border to, to where they want to suck more money from the taxpayer to create, to, to pretend to fix a problem that they created. The Democrats created this border mess. The Democrats created it, not Donald Trump. 
Donald Trump had a pretty darn secure border when he left the presidency in 2021. Joe Biden screwed, torpedoed the border. And then Joe Biden wants to say, if you don't give me more money, we're going to blame Trump. Somehow it's Trump's fault. Folks, again, the Democrat Party thinks you're that stupid. They think you're that stupid. And some of the Republicans think you're that stupid. Don't be that stupid, folks. Don't be stupid. I know you're not. I know a lot of you Americans aren't. This border bill needs to die, and hopefully it has. Hopefully it has. But this is at the feet of Joe Biden. This is at the feet of the Democrats. The economy of today is at the feet of the Democrats. Joe Biden doesn't even know where he is. Joe Biden, according to the uh, the, the special counsel who released his report last Thursday, according to the special counsel, Joe Biden couldn't even remember when he was vice president. Joe Biden couldn't remember that. Couldn't remember that. Listen, I I understand having some issues with the dates around the death of your son. Uh, folks, listen, I lost a brother. Uh, and if you haven't lost somebody, a family member like that, you, 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 I'm not going to knock Joe Biden for that. I will knock him for lying, constantly lying about how his son died because he's trying to say his son died in, in battle and he didn't. But the point is, you, 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 the man can't remember yesterday, <laughs> let alone today. But somehow he's the leader of the free world. And, and, and it's, it's just time, time to wake up. But th- this is a man who managed to destroy the economy in three short years, three short years, three short years, ladies and gentlemen. So, um, you, you can look. And again, every one of you out there who's going to vote in November, every one of you, you remember, you know, it's okay. You could admit it. You know, the economy was better under Donald Trump. Your life was better under Donald Trump. Your cost of living was better under Donald Trump. Your wallet was fatter, and that dollar that was in that wallet went further under Donald Trump. Listen, I, you could not like Donald Trump. Listen, I, I got problems with Donald Trump when he does stupid things like go after Haley's husband. Why would you do that? Haley's husband is a National Guardsman who is actually on deployment. So Donald Trump, you want to know where he is? He's on deployment. Stop doing stupid stuff like going after Haley's husband. You don't have to do that, Donald Trump. You don't have to. President Trump, you had one of the best economies. Your policies are spot on. We need President Trump back. We need you back, President Trump. And the way to come back with a landslide is to stick to the issues. Stick to the issues. So there you go, folks. You can see. You cannot like some of the tactics of Donald Trump, but you can't deny he is better for you. He's better for this country. It's time to take out the dementia patient and bring back Donald Trump. All right, folks, we got to go. Stay tuned. Locked and Loaded's up next with Roger B. You guys uh, tune in next week. I'll be back, I promise. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.